So what can you do if you're feeling frustrated that you haven't made as much progress in starting or growing your solo business as you would have liked to by now? That's what we're going to dive into in this episode. You're savvy, you've had a great career, and now you want to start your own solo business and be your own boss. But you have questions, maybe even a few concerns, and that's okay. You're in exactly the right place. Welcome to the Transit Lounge. My name is Chandra, and I'm truly passionate about helping women earn great money doing work they love without burning out. In each episode, we'll explore ideas and inspiration, practical tips and tools that you can use to start and grow a successful and profitable solo business you love. Let's get into it. Hi, I'm Chandra, and I'm really excited to be talking with you today to share some tips and insights to help you keep taking steps towards starting and growing your business, especially if you have landed in the middle of the year, like so many of us have, and you don't feel like you've done as much or achieved as much as you thought or hoped that you would have achieved by now, as in this time of year, or maybe for how long you've had your business idea for. For example, um, there's a woman that I've been speaking with over the last few weeks. Let's call her Karen. Now, she is someone who is incredibly passionate about her business and her business idea, and she has so much knowledge to share with people that really, really need what it is that she can share with them. And she, because of all of that passion, has created a lot of different offers She's putting them all out there, but she's just not seeing as much traction, as much response as she really wanted to. And she's therefore also not making many sales. Her messaging is not as clear as it could be. And so with all of that going on, there's a lot of frustration that she's feeling. And she's also feeling a bit confused about what resources to create and where to promote things. And she's doing what a lot of us do when we're in business and we're not feeling super clear is that we can get a bit scattergun with our approach of either having all the ideas and not knowing what the right next step is to take or to just feel frustrated like we've been trying to do the things that we think we're supposed to do and we're not seeing the result and it's just annoying and frustrating. So all of that is real and happens for all of us at different times. So with this lady we're calling Karen, one of the things that we uh, have done is started to talk more about her big picture, her longer term vision for her business, why she started it in the first place, what it is that this business really is all about for her, why she's choosing to go down this path with this business at this time, who is it that she is really trying to help and what is it exactly that she's wanting to help them to achieve or to avoid and really exploring what that vision of her business looks like and thinking longer term about the sort of things that she would be imagining her doing in her business in years from now, the kinds of clients she's working with, the sort of resources she's creating, the sort of sales that she's making, and really exploring longer term what does this look like and why is it important to her. And in having some of these conversations and exploring these ideas, it really helped her to temporarily rise above all of the conflicting ideas that she had and all of those frustrations And to start to then focus in on the things that actually 
were most aligned to what she actually wants to do and create with her business and what she wants to achieve with her business. So by getting that helicopter view, if you like, it helped her to hone in a little bit more clearly about what she needed to focus on now that was going to be more likely to lead her to create the kind of business that she wants in the future. Now, don't get me wrong, there's still a lot of things to be done, of actions to be taken projects to be planned, all of that, things to learn, things to test and refine because that is just part of business is it's a constant kind of test, refine, tweak, test, refine and that's just part of the process. But she's also clearer now about what to focus on and why that is important to focus on above other things. And so because of that, she's taking far more considered and effective action, not just spinning her wheels And she's also managing her frustration a lot better than she was before. There's still frustration there as we all experience, but she's handling it a lot better than she was before. And the reality is that won't be the last time that Karen feels that way that she was feeling. And she, like you and I, will hit that point again at some point. And so I wanted to share some steps that you can take to help you move through that place and that feeling of frustration if you are experiencing it so that you can find the answers that are right for you. And I've just realized that I've used the example name as a way of protecting the confidentiality of this person that I'm talking about. I've picked a name that for some people is not a great name uh, in terms of the, I don't know, what do you call it? Is it a meme or something around don't be a Karen? So Oh, I didn't choose Karen because of that. Just hear the story. Don't worry about the name. So what are the tips for today out of this episode? There are five tips that I'm going to give you. Firstly, when you're feeling frustrated, overwhelmed or confused about what is the right decision to make or choice to to make or action to take, first step is connect with your vision long term. And really explore it and be really honest with yourself for yourself, not about what anybody else thinks or wants or expects or any of that, to really explore for your business to be exactly how you'd like it to be in the future. What does it look like? How are you spending your time? What sort of people are you working with? Do you have a team or is it just you? Uh, where do you actually base yourself when you're working? What sort of resources are you creating? All of that, like really explore all of that and also explore how you feel about your business. Now, this can feel a little bit woo-woo for some people, but I really encourage you to explore that because the more you can tap into how you want to feel in your business, you're going to realize and tap into a different kind of energy than just focusing on the actioning side of things. They're both important. And I really want you to spend some time exploring how do you feel about your business in the future? How do you feel about the tasks and the projects that you're working on? Explore all of that over the long term. So don't just be thinking about what you want to be working on this week or this month. You, I would suggest that you give yourself at least a 12-month vision, if not longer. I tend to use three years because I find that long enough 
to get past any immediate hurdles, which for some of us in, at the time of recording, I'm in Sydney in Australia uh, in July 2021, and we are currently in the middle of an extended lockdown because of COVID-19. So if I focused too short term, I could get really hung up on the limitations of that situation, but I want to get past any of that by thinking longer term. Now, some people find that concerning, not concerning, they find it challenging because they think, well, I can't imagine too far down the track. If that's you, that's fine. Give yourself at least until the end of this year, another six months, if you're listening to this when it first comes out. But I do tend to think that at least 12 months is, is a good way to look at where would you like your business to be 12 months from now? And don't think so much about the how yet, really just explore a year from now, what would you like to be happening in all those different aspects of your business? Really explore that. The second step is for you to explore and identify your values. Now, values are something that I'm very passionate about. I could probably talk about them all day, uh, but we've all got better things to do with our time than think than listen to that for a whole day. But your values are really important because they are like your guiding lights, if you like, around how you do what you do to feel aligned, to feel like it's meaningful, to feel like it's congruent with the type of person that you want to be. Now, for the purpose of this, all I want you to be thinking about is to ask yourself in the context of my work and business, what is it that's most important to me? And just let the words come and just see what comes up and what bubbles out. Now, when I do a values elicitation process with private clients, we obviously go into a lot more detail. But for now, just explore that question and see what comes up again with the caveat of making sure that you're being really honest with yourself and you're not just saying words that sound nice or that you think other people in business would, would choose. Really be honest with yourself about what's important to you. Step number three is once you've got that vision and values kind of, even if it's high level explored and identified, is to, to choose projects that link to your longer term vision for your business and allow you to live and operate in line with your values. So you want to always be setting goals and choosing projects that are going to create those goals uh, that are aligned with your vision so that you can see that what you're doing right now in your business actually links to what you want longer term. Anything that you can't draw a direct line between your vision to your what you're actioning now is going to be something that is going to not feel as good or inspiring or as fun for you. Whereas if you can see that a project that you're working on now, no matter how challenging and frustrating, how much of a stretch it is for you to be learning new things, if you can see how working on that project links to your longer term vision, the easier it will be for you to overcome the challenges. For example, if your longer term vision in your business is that you want uh, like me, to have a geo-flexible business that allows you to work from anywhere, then you will be wanting to work on projects that create a level of freedom and flexibility. You wouldn't be wanting to work on projects that pin you into a certain location or place of work. 
Whereas if you're someone who wants to have a, a physical location, a, a, an office, a studio, a suite or whatever it might be that you go to every day to work and that's where your clients and customers come to, then you might focus less on things being flexible and more around how would you create that physical space. So you can start to see how depending on what your vision is for your business and what's important to you about how you create your business, that's going to influence the sort of projects that you prioritize. Really think about the projects that you want to be working on now and how they link to bringing that vision to life in the way that's important to you. Step number four is to break your projects down into really specific tasks and give them a timeline and a schedule of what needs to be done by when. And this is really important because so many people either don't do any planning at all or they do the first stages of planning and they choose and identify the projects they want to work on, whether it's creating um, you know, a website or getting their logo done or creating a new offer or program. They decide on those things, but then they don't break it down into smaller steps. And it's too hard to get moving and get started if you're having to tackle too big of a step at once and getting your head around, well, how do I create a website? What are all the things that I need? You've got to break all of that down and then they will become smaller specific actions for you to work on. You've got to book those uh actions in of when are you going to work on those things or if you don't know how to do it when are you booking in time to figure it out or to find someone who can help you with it you've got to break them down and that's where you're going to see the most progress and uh, momentum by taking those small actions so really break them down into small bite-sized pieces and be thinking how could you do one small thing a day or a week, depending on your situation. If you've got limited time to work on your business because you're still in a job that you're trying to extract from, then you may have less time, but you want to be more intentional about what you action in the time that you do have to work on your business. And step number five is to find your people. When you're feeling frustrated, when you're feeling overwhelmed or confused, or you don't know what the next step is, reach out. You need to be around other women who are on a similar road to you that are starting and growing a solo business by connecting in with your tribe, your girl gang, your people, whatever you want to call it, you're going to have people to go to who will understand and appreciate the challenges that you're going through. They may also have lots of tips that can help fast track your progress. So don't do what I did in the early days, which was really isolate. When I felt like things weren't going as well as I wanted them to, I noticed down the track on reflection that the thing that I tended to do was to retreat and I wasn't talking about my business because I didn't want to be sharing that things weren't happening as fast as I wanted to. I think I was feeling a bit embarrassed about going from a high achieving role that I knew everything that I really you know, needed to do to get my job done successfully and was very good at it. And then moving to starting my own business and there being so many new things to learn and less um, tick a box kind of um, tasks that I had to experiment with. It was uncomfortable for me. And the big change that came for me was when I started connecting with more women in business through coaching groups I became part of, joining a mastermind, doing different training programs to help me connect with more people in my life that were women in business. Because my friends and my family 
pretty much the majority of them are employees. And so whilst they wanted the best for me and love me, they didn't necessarily understand the sorts of projects that I was working on, the challenges that I had. So I really encourage you to find your people. And here's a way very simply for you to do that. Come and join our Facebook group. It's a free private Facebook group called Career Change, Start and Grow Your Own Solo Business. It's for women just like you who are in the early stages of starting a business and they're wanting to connect with others to share ideas, tips, questions, challenges, celebrations, uh, and to be fast tracking your progress because you're not trying to do it all on your own. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes for this episode. And I really encourage you to come along, join, and to say hello when you do join the group. That's it for this episode. I just want to do a quick recap for you. This is really about when you're finding yourself procrastinating, you've got an idea of what it is that you're wanting to do in your business, but you're procrastinating or what I call procrastinating working, which is you're doing stuff, but it's not the stuff that you really need to do uh, in your business. If you're doing that, if you're feeling overwhelmed or confused about not knowing what the next step is, or maybe you're conflicted about a decision that you need to make about your business, these are the steps for you to do. First, look at or reconnect or create, if you haven't done it yet, your long-term vision for your business. Step two, remind yourself or explore your values in the context of your work and your business. Step three, set projects that are going to link and allow you to make progress towards your longer term business vision. Step four, break your projects down, people, and schedule specific tasks and when you're going to be actioning those things so that you can see that you are making progress on those priority projects. And step five, get support and connection from others. Come and say hi in the Facebook group. Or find a group. If that's not your vibe, then find find a group that you can connect with because trying to do it on your own is the long, slow road. That's it for this episode. But want to let you know, coming soon, more episodes are coming up around branding for your business, which is so important to differentiate yourself in the market, especially if you feel like there are others that are providing a similar sort of thing and how are you going to stand out? Uh, so we're going to be exploring branding. There's also going to be some interviews coming up with um, experts and sharing lots of tips that are all designed to help you create a profitable solo business that you love. Thanks so much for listening and I hope that you're going to action some of the tips from uh, this episode and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a lovely review or share this episode with a friend. That's the number one way that we grow and it helps us to keep doing more free episodes for you. Thank you so much and here's to you being your own boss.